from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Here we go, hour number three, the Big and Wild Outdoors, broadcasting live this morning with Jonathan Swindle, Carlos the Cuban Redneck Lopez, and uh, George Snyder, GMB Gator Gear, and of course me, Braden Gunn, out here at the Fishhawk Sporting Clays for the Trinity Sportsman's shoot going on today. Uh, we have a good little team going to go out and mess around a little bit later on this afternoon and uh, see if we can't uh, shoot some stuff, hit some stuff, and uh, have a good day out of the thing. Hang on a second, we are going to take my picture uh, we're on the air we, we, hey we've been doing it for 10 years man come on yeah but you do it during the break not while we're on the air you hey, foolish that's, mortal that's when he, dave was, was over here live somebody. action photos whatever live no, action i guess no I fighting know. come on it is Yee-yee. it is what it is but uh before the break you were talking a little bit of smack about steve austin and i think you might have been listening yeah might have no, been, oh Lord! Might have been listening. <laughs> hey, I love you. Steve. Poked the bear. Called me during the break, so uh, he asked for the uh, hotline number, so I had to give it to him. So he knows that number by heart. Not man. on ten ten, he doesn't. He's he got, does on Q one hundred five and ninety nine. He's and got the bat phone, the, the red shark. phone. He calls direct. He, he's on all those stations, so I don't. I don't know. He, yeah. he, he, he's going to. Uh, I'm. You know, I don't know. It's up to Diego if he puts him on the air. Or hey, not. that's the podcast, man. I got the dates. Oh, do you? Yeah. That, what, you're blaming it on the podcast? Is that what you're doing? No, hey, I'm, hey at least I listen. Hey, right. Before, before he Steve comes on here and, like, runs Carlos over, though, I got something I need to announce. Okay, go ahead. For all you folks out there, this should make your day. Uh, the fine folks at the Bonner Corp are going to have the expo this year in Lakeland, and I have dates. July really? 23rd through the 25th. So what are we going to call it? What's it going to be uh, known as this year? Field and Stream or? I, I'm not sure that Field and Stream still, I don't know if they're still part of it or who is actually putting it on yet. Details to come. Uh-huh. But I do know that we will be there with some fine products and a lot of other people will be there. and they're, uh, will, will you have your massive aisle? I won't have the massive aisle this year. No? We we sold, just to put it out there, I sold the trailer a while back to the uh, Bowhunter Council, and we will have a little different look this year, but, of course, we'll be there with the radio show. Uh, one and Done Feeders will be there. I know Jeff and them will be there. Mike coming down, too, from Oklahoma? So I think so. Awesome. And then we'll have some uh, new products that we're bringing into the shop that I think everybody going to like. Are we going to have some bows in inventory? I won't make any promises for that. <laughs> Might have to be like a like a like a car lot. You can some use use car. Yeah. Can I bring one of mine? We're gonna or, have, are I they was, too old? I will say it just like this. There's going to be lots of feeders and lots of accessories there, and then of course, you guys are probably going to be. Set up with us, our neighbors. GMB Gator Gear will have all their stuff out there, all the yeah. bang sticks and hooks and all the other fun stuff. Well, what did you what did you hear from them? I mean, are we expecting a 
A full house? When or? I talked to Brandon the other day, he said that everybody is waiting with bated breath and that every phone call he was making that everybody was on board. Let's roll. Yep. You know, I Beautiful. mean, and they're, they're happy. Uh, we live in a great state, no matter what you like to say, approve, disapprove, or whatever of some of our leadership that we're open, and they said that our state, Texas, and I forget a couple of others, they're getting a massive response. And when I say a massive response, there are people who are traveling. They said this year they've had people who have contacted them from other shutdown states that are probably going to bring some of their stuff and try to get in at Lakeland and some of these other shows. And when's this again? July 23rd uh-huh. through the 25th. Okay. So it'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, towards the end of the month. That'd be a good time because uh, archery season will be uh, yeah, we getting fired up pretty soon. That's perfect in the southern zone, right? Yeah. So it'll be uh, it'll be Almighty. I'll be there. I'll be there, man. Ten years in a row. What? It's a it's a blur. It is a blur. I can't believe it's been ten years. No, you guys have been doing it about seven, right? I don't know. I have the picture when you had your slim shady. Your slim, what? Well, you we, keep bringing that up. Well, we weren't calling it Slim Shady because, but we, I got the picture and I saw it the other day and I was like, oh man, Braden's hair was uh, blonde. Crap! And now that, you, that was, now you're making me think about that it. That was you've the first been there show. Ten, you've been there ten years. What do you mean the we've first been show? There, yeah. What do you mean first show where? At the Lakeland. That's when uh, at the Buck Expo. Yeah, then went the back Buck over Buck there. Expo. Yeah, that yeah. was when it was Jay and David. Yeah, Jay, Jay, um, Jay Everett. Yep. What are you talking about? We did it over there at the fairgrounds, too. I mean, we well, were. no, when it was in Lakeland's, what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, I don't know. First remember. year I wasn't Slim Shady over there. Uh, that was. That uh, wasn't the first year? No. No, I had, the, I had brown hair then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had brown hair We've then. We've got to Listen, find, don't we, get personal, okay? We've got to I'm do like saying. a Braden Slim Shady like photo album. I got to bring that picture up. It's got to come up as a memory and I'll post it. I, I have it, c- it comes up every once in a while on, on my Facebook page too when we were at a G5 that time and uh, uh, Trish and her son came out and we were sitting there taking pictures and I had the uh, the uh, sun-touched blonde hair that uh, oh, I remember what, my and I remember what Carlos was talking about because I remember that year at the expo walking by and you and Glenn were broadcasting and I went yep. And I stopped for a second, and I'm like, who's sitting next to Glenn? Some weird dude, Some, some punk rocker. Some <laughs> punker man with blonde hair. I want to get mine to look like George's. That's that's what yeah. I'm shooting for. Yeah, I want well, to go, I wanna yeah, go well, for the snowy the peak. Sil- well, you're the get, silver you're mane? Get, you're getting yeah. there. I, wanna, you're, you're no, getting I, don't, there. I don't want silver. I want, I want bone white just like that. It's nice and cool when you're out in the sun. This dark hair, man, forget it, man. Let's hurry up. Turn this stuff white. Well, I don't know why I shave my head if you look yeah, at my goatee and my beard. Your hair's not that dark anymore, pal. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's so what I'm shooting for. Get, you're getting there. I learned a long time ago. You're distinguished. I learned a long time ago. You don't shave your head if you want to stay cool. Well, let 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 your daughter dye your hair again. Let's yeah, see what it comes up Yeah, you shave your head if you want to stay cooler. No, you don't. Oh, you get out in the sun with that bad I boy. I think it's fine. You don't realize how much hair is actually uh, as is an insulator. I mean that's that's it. I walk really around is. looking like a gobbler. Makes a big difference. I did it. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I took it down really low at no no guard I was one look, year. I was looking for your snood right now. Oh, dude. <laughs> so, I, w- you- I, I went with a no guard one year going out to Missouri, and my head had never been colder. 
Because mm-hmm. it was like. Uh, well, that's Missouri, man. At, like for, Minnesota. At first, gone, man. It doesn't have any more protection. Hey, if you asked my daughter the other day, she said, I look like a gobbler who's ready to fight somebody. <laughs> but that was for a different reason. Because you were all redheaded? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Burn up, redheaded. That's like a, all good. Yeah, like a lobster. Well, teams are. Oh, they're heading out, they man. Quiet all of a sudden. Yeah. We got quiet. Nine o'clock, man. They're out of here. They're zippity doo don out. We yeah. got to get us a cart, man. And thank God the guy's off the mic. Yeah. You know. Yeah, was little... I was waiting for him to sing my way here in a second. Yeah. I didn't know what he was going to do. I was like, man, is he going to stop? Now talking? that it's nice and quiet, why don't you wave Dennis over here and see if we can't get him on? Oh, there. look, they got a few Yeti coolers on the table that That's I can see I from see. here. That's what I want to see. Got Dennis! the kayaks. We got all sorts of stuff. Oh, There's Dennis. Yeah, That's why I want to get Dennis over here so he can uh, sit here and make it begin to tell us everything he's got going on out here. Run down. Yeah, but of course, like anything else, he can't go five feet without somebody stopping him. Yeah, let me give him my mic. Yeah, do that, will you? Give Jeez, George. Because George talks too much. He is. He's a yakky Kathy, man. Sit down, Dennis. It's your time in the chair now, man. It's all on you. What? He what even are did you his doing? hair. You know, we're, we're live on the radio. Hey, there's some in the bag. Grab one. Jimmy, yeah, have a burger thingamopper. So you're out. They're all done. You can Everybody's relax. out there. I can relax for about a minute, and then I uh, put the food on the table. And uh, <laughs> stage two. He's taking his 15-minute union break, and then it's right back to it. Got to do what you got to do. That's now, what do you got over there on the uh, raffle table I oh, see? Oh, goodness. Yeah, we have a bunch of stuff out there. We got two kayaks. We got two Yetis. Actually, four Yetis because uh, two of them are bag uh, coolers, and those have some extra goodies in them. But right. we also have some uh, uh, some still um, blower and weed eater and all kinds of stuff from Grass Pro Shops. And uh, Bob Franklin donated the uh, the kayaks. were just amazing. That's been a real popular. We've got uh, two guns from DDK Guns, um, a 6.5 Creedmoor uh, Hoya, and then uh, the Beretta A300. Nice. Yeah. So you so. got them both covered, bird hunting and deer hunting. Absolutely. And what else you got? I see there's more stuff over there. Do you not remember uh, There's it all? a pinfish reel, also a rod and reel combo over there from uh, G5 Outdoors. Thank you, G5. And then uh, we got a pellet grill also. Ooh. Yeah. yeah everybody's always looking for those. Because, you know, because come July 4th, we're allowed to go back outside and have fun. Well, I, I appreciate the administration. You uh, stop grilling? Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they, Thank you for your permission. I, I'm, aren't we glad we have a good governor that we, uh, uh, we didn't have to deal with Thank the good that. Lord for that. Amen, brother. Uh, well, stay right there. We're going to take a real quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. We're going to take a fast one. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, John Swindle, Carlos, the Cuban Redneck, and George Schneider, of course. Mike's Gator playing gear. Chili Peppers. And uh, some guy named Dennis decided to come over and sit down with us. Of course, Dennis Bosky with the Trinity Sportsman's Ministries. The people who are putting on the shootout here today at Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Everybody, as you might be able to hear, is out Those on the course. Those are not pop guns, folks. They're out on the uh, course. Uh, do we have a cart ready for us? Because we're going to have to zip we it We do in. have a cart. What? what? <laughs> we should have a cart. Mr. Bill better saved you one. Is it, he didn't. I don't, what, what, 
Where, where's we? I'll find you a car. That's ours right there. We want one with a small block, maybe a 350 Chevy kind of deal, something we can burn through here. That you needed to order well in advance. We're going to try to set a new course record today. We're going to try to get all 50 stations oh, done in 15 minutes. We're going to see if we can't beat the record from last year. Dude, well, as long you, as you enjoy yourself. Do you not yourself. forget that I've gone through kidney disease and all that stuff, so I'm not moving just quite ride. as fast as I was just, last year. Just jump. <laughs> you know what? I'll just pull the cart straight no up into at all. I'll pull oh. the cart straight up into the uh, the little uh, hut there, and you can just shoot from the cart. It's like, I mean, well, I'm not an invalid, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, well, we can just whip Look, in. All like, four of us just hang out the side. <laughs> next. Go to the next one. <laughs> next. Hey, I'm down. Be say, you know, run and gun. It's, I'm, I'm we're down. We're trying to start a new trend. It's like speed golf. Did you not hear the safety meet? No, we, no. Were talking, <laughs> we were talking. We were we were talking. The kind folks at Fishhawk Sporting Clays have a safety meeting for a reason. Yes, they do. But we were talking. We had headphones on. We don't hear anything. You know, blah, 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 blah. open. All that good stuff. Yeah, we don't hear anything. It's all good. Safety, click, bang, bang, put it back on. You're done. Uh, but you're good. How many shooters we got in here today? You know, I didn't get a final count, but when we were coming into the event, if everyone showed up, we were right, right at 43 teams, I believe. Wow. So, you good know. lord. So it was every bit of 170. Who's cooking people. this year? Uh, Johnson Barbecue is bringing out the barbecue pork sandwiches, and oh, then we got some uh, homemade unstand. brownies and some chips and uh, sodas here for I'm everybody. For that too. So I'm gonna stay for that as well. I ain't keep got it simple. To be and today. Everyone seemed it, to like it last September. It is a very it. good pork sandwich. Yeah. Now and you know it's just a blessing that we actually get to do this. I know with the COVID thing and the shutdown. I mean. Uh, Poor Lori, you know, Lori Hall, you know, she's out there with her tournaments and everybody's getting shut down. King of the Beach is going on this weekend for the first time really in a year. I mean, it's like uh, – and I'm literally looking at the crowd of these places like this. People have been just chomping at the bit just to go out and do something. And if it's outdoor related – well, They're in know, on it, you know. Yeah, right. You know that they posted it this week that Florida had some of the lowest COVID numbers. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. we just had that we've giant. we open so much longer. It's funny how that works out. Yeah, right. and, uh, <laughs> well, it's like that etymolo- that entomologist said, you know, he said it's a wonder. It's amazing that people don't realize that sunshine and wind are out there for a reason, and uh, they actually kill viruses. So best place to be is outside. outside. If you're going to be there, then why are you, you know, uh, prohibiting people from being outside? It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. You want people to be healthy. Vitamin D deficiency is one of the leading causes of, of viruses taking Absolutely. over your body. So Get out in the sun. Um, and you know what? He brought up a very interesting thing. I don't want to get on the subject too hard, but he said Sweden figured this out 50 years ago. When they live up that close to the North Arctic Circle, the government said, you know what? Vitamin D deficiency, when these people aren't eating and they don't have sun for six months out of the year, um, they'd see a super spike in flu and colds and everything else. So they came up with this brilliant plan. They started adding vitamin D to essential things that people would come in and buy every single day, like milk, bread, butter, cheese, things like that. All of a sudden, no one's sick anymore. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? And isn't that one of the countries also that didn't shut down? That did not shut down. Mm. And, uh, you know, but anytime anybody got COVID in Sweden, of course, it made national news because, look, see, it's it's happening over there, too. So if you want to be COVID-free, I'd say come out here and uh, shoot. Uh, if, if you're going to not shoot, at least come out for the food. At least come out for the raffle. You still take Gun tickets and money for everything. that, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll absolutely take care of it. Yeah, so you so. can come out and hang out for the day. And, can uh, people show up and get a 
pork sandwich and enter into the raffles. As long as we don't run out. There you go. There you go. Just have to be at the back of the line. You're all good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> got to take care of my shooters first. Uh, well, they got guns. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> got to make sure they're not good. You've seen some of these boys. They get a little testy when it comes uh-huh, to. Uh, there's some big ones running around. Yeah. Well, speaking of hungry, hunters for the hungry, how come they're out shooting, man? What are they doing out well, here? I think doing? they sent their boys on a private uh, little uh, shooting thing. and uh, Really? And they're going to do some more planning for their hunters for the hungry. Uh, he's also, uh, I'm sure he's going to want to come talk to you guys, but he, we're going to make an announcement here. He's looking for any uh, any game that possibly people are trying to clean out their freezers, uh, preparing for uh, this year's hunt season coming up. Yeah, we, we always we, do that. We have a, Me and him have a mutual friend. I need to bend his ear because I think I might be able to keep their pork supplies uh, rolling here shortly. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, no. uh, it's, it's still out there. It's available. We sure can. George, you, uh, you got the uh, property we got. It's loaded with hogs. What piece of property you got? That new one? Yeah. Wait a minute. I ain't heard boo from Bill over that. Are yeah. you? This is the first time you heard about this? I did. You, I've heard. He said no, stuff about I, it. No, don't dance around. He hasn't said jack to me about it. Seriously. You guys got a hog problem out there? Yeah. Loads of hogs. Well, then what, what are may, we doing here? May, maybe you'll get a chance to redeem yourself let your daughter shoot one. Don't try to bring that up on me. You know, <laughs> she didn't have a gun. He's still emotionally scarred over that. Self-defense. She didn't have a gun. You were def- hey, I'm proud of you. You were defending your daughter. Darn right. There were babies around, too, and then mamas can get really mean when That's there's right. babies around, especially little teeny tiny babies. You know, them other ones, they can run scattered and blah, 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 but when they're, you know, about the size of a puppy, new no, bad idea to be between her and them. Tell you one, one I've been watching some videos on black bears. You've seen the recent video in Tennessee of the, uh, the black bear. He's probably a good 400 pounds trying to drag at least a 200-pound boar up a up hill. A hill. Yep. Out of the ditch. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He you finally wanna, got it. But, yeah. I mean, it was a heck of a fight. Man. Didn't I send you that video? Or did I send you that video? I don't think so. I sent so. somebody that because they were. I saw it. That was this past spring, I believe. And it put a whole respect they are not cute and cuddly for any any reason and, and, and you know, it's not like you said it's not that it was a 200 pound this was a 200 250 pound boar hog right cutters that you could see from a cell phone freaking camera and act like he couldn't do anything and he had because he, he had him by the nap of the yeah. neck man he couldn't couldn't swing couldn't get that head moving and of course the hog was in the ditch the bear had the high ground so he had him by the back of the neck that hog oh dude he had that bear had that sucker like a four-year-old brat getting his butt beat at the supermarket. I well, mean, you know what? There was that one where he backed off. <laughs> he wasn't doing nothing. That right. one part that one part where that bear backed off, but you could tell that boy was just so worn down. Mm-hmm. He was so beat that he didn't take that opportunity to run. And uh, I was sitting there, you know, it's kind of like that underdog thing where you're right, like, sure. you see her start cheering for the hawk. Come on, man, get a good slash in on well, it, man. He'll back off, but man. But the thing it's, about it, well, and the thing about it is, and the four of us sitting here would say this with our kids understand that and i the guy in the video said it that's nature yeah that's it, what people all these like we're talking about that the they don't show you on national geographic you know, you know the sure. horrible horrible side of it where that that's these, what a bear does <laughs> right oh the one they don't eat <laughs> the, the other one is uh the one that ran down that uh uh was the, it a elk calf or whatever it was oh, ran down yeah. that elk calf and uh, the thing that you don't want to see, you know, to see it with the sound off is one thing, but when you turn the sound on, that's when all of a sudden the hair on the back of your neck stands up. Because well, and it's not only that. It's seeing an animal that size 
that can run something down like that. I mean, and like you said, make it look effortlessly yeah, to downhill. run it down, and that's it. <laughs> it's over. I was really cheering for the hog. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. You can do this, man. Back out of there, man. When that bear backed off, I thought maybe he was thinking twice about it, like, ah, oh, this ain't worth the effort. I thought, man, now's your chance, man. Get up on the road, man. You got plenty of room to fight. Not- nope. He was done. It was over. It was done. It was done. It, it just it was a long fought battle. I thought you were going to bring up the one that we talked about in the first hour, where the one broke into the screened-in porch down in Naples and oh, decided to go swimming in the pool. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah. yeah. In, in your career, <laughs> and swimming. I've always wanted to ask you this: in your police career in the lovely town of Plant City, what's the wildest one you've gotten called in on, animal-wise? Well, you know, we always get, like that. We always or? get alligators, but about. Almost 20 years ago, uh, we had a black bear actually run through town. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. <laughs> we had, and he came down through uh, just past the Strawberry Festival grounds. You know, back you know, 20 years ago, we had a few more woods in the area. That's yeah. true. But, uh, and I think he was just skirting that, that corridor and, uh, and was trying to work his way south, I believe. Uh, we always had the alligator calls. Uh, <laughs> recently, uh, was, I think it was last year. Uh, we had a white-tailed deer running right by Church's Chicken on Collins Street and jumping the fence by the uh, the scrap well, yard and, and, and keep going east, west or east. Really? You say that, like I remember the Mobley family and all them, they're right there on airport and everywhere else, would always tell me, and even the people living in Walden Lake would tell me that they saw bears and deer and – Coyotes are still all I over mean, the place every, out there. You know, three years and uh nobody wants to buy it because 70 percent of it is wetlands and you can't do anything with it but you talk about a perfect hiding spot uh hogs coyotes we hear them come out there shutting down at seven o'clock at night walk out and you'll hear one back there across that strawberry field i can see the back of your job at a pasture we used to lease over there and let's just say we took several Oh, they got people all the time to come down, to down the road. Right. Uh, they're like, oh, I got these coyotes coming through, man. They're killing my chickens, this, that, and the other thing. I go, where do you live? And he goes, I'm right down here on the road. I'm right down here by Moore's Lake. They're, they're killing well, all there's my. there's evidence all the time. We used to see dead cats and, you know, the, the backhams eating out of them and stuff like that. So it, it was. Uh, they don't eat the whole thing, just the just, hams? Just the backhams. Hmm. That's what I've seen. Must be the best part. I don't know. Never eaten a, the whole thing, so I, I wouldn't know. Uh, I would hope you wouldn't ever. ever Ever eaten a cat? <laughs> I'm not going to uh, deny <laughs> that it's ever happened. Kung Pao uh, chicken. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Steve Austin's on the phone. Steve, good morning. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Are you heading into the station? Are you going to be famous this in afternoon? I'm talking through the board right now. Oh, what? Which, which radio, where are you at? At uh, Q105. 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 I was and gonna, of course, Carlos has run off and hid. Yeah, because now he's hiding. He gave up his headphones so the dentist could sit down. What? <laughs> Is he hiding? What did he, what did he say? Uh, well, I told him, that I hinted to him that you might call, so I think he gave up his chair really quick to Dennis. Wow. Well, no need Do to want to get him back? No, hang on. Carlos, got a phone call for you, buddy. Phone call. Oh, oh, look, now his shoulder's Paging dropped. Paging Carlos. Oh, Paging he's Carlos. like, uh, no, no. 
Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta admire her. I don't, I don't think it's Ed. I don't, I don't think Ed's. No, it's not a fan. No, I don't think this is gonna be good. Thanks, man. Dennis. Thanks, Hello, Dennis. Newman. I don't think this is gonna be good. Uh, this is. Hello. Oh you wait a second! Hello, is that Newman. Steve Austin? Oh, Newman, you are a funny dude, man. You know that. You yeah, just I know. Antics, man. What are you gonna do? Oh my God! Well, you know, he was actually praising you because he he Carlos is one of our most dedicated podcast listeners. He's going in reverse, and so he was at what June something 2019. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, Bill George isn't even on the as a host. Is Glenn? When, when yeah, it was Glenn. Glenn was there, and yeah. and you came in, and I think Vince was in there, and Carlos was in there, and then you and, and Bill George, and he made a a cameo. You know, yeah, yeah, you did a <laughs> pop in on us, and uh, apparently that's one of his favorite uh, episodes of the podcast because oh, of good. something that you said. There's a couple. Well, I, you know, I'm going to come in and host with you one day, Braden, just just because I need to. I have to be there. Well, if you're going to be there, then the funny thing, I think the the funny thing is, is that if you actually made an appearance, everybody who's ever been on the show before will actually show up and have to watch it as well. (laughs) Because, you know, Carlos is going to be able to be, we we don't have enough room in the studio. We'll have to move over to the Shark Studio or the one across the hallway. Hey, Bill's going to be in PA again at the end of the month. uh, Have Ray come in and fix it up. Do it from the conference room. Oh, that would be funny. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious, man. 20 people in there. have to video it. 20 people. Oh, my gosh. Is it's hard enough trying to control it. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Um, You're double-shotted. I'm double-shotted. I got my card. George, did you get your uh, pop in the arm? Yep. I put it with my passport. I put it with my passport. Yeah. Jonathan, yeah, I know you're not getting a shot because of your uh, doctor's recommendation, so that's good for you. How about you? I've already had it, so I'm good to go. No. Yes. No, it, 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 it's only for a couple months, man. So yeah, is your shot, so shut up. Seven or eight months. Yeah. Hey, but I'm, I'm clear right now. You're not. Yeah, so what? <laughs> I'm all good. I'm willing to catch it again. I'm no problem. I'm, hey, I'm clear with Jesus, so I ain't worried about the rest of it. That's no. true, too. I've got to get to the other <laughs> side. I'm all good. Listen, Steve, you, you have to have um, Braden sign a disclaimer or a waiver or something. Whatever. I right. got his waiver right in the back of his head with my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You know, you know he's trouble, man. So, uh, are you uh, feeling froggy? I got that text from you this past week, man. Are you thinking hard, or what are you thinking doing? About going to South Carolina. I've had so much good luck up there. Killed a giant eastern up there. Killed me and you went up there and killed some does. Helped a guy out. Filled and, a truckload uh, with does. Yeah, and remember, I had help? it on video. Um, what? That, big, that big buck was standing over there with those does, and I'm panning across with my camera and stop on a deer that had to be like a 22-inch inside spread and like yeah, a 12 a point. And I went, ah! And, and by the time I pulled the camera back, he would popped over the hill. Yeah. Well, that's a year. Th- for three seconds. That was probably one of the best hunts I think I've ever been. Well, it really wasn't a hunt. It was more like just a, a giant doe shoot. So It, it was, was fun, uh, though. A call session? It was a call session. It was uh, management. It was one of those things where you literally drop that tailgate, and you look back there and go, wow, that's a lot of deer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you killed, what, three apiece or something? Oh, yeah. I don't. Uh, I think it was like uh, four. We were. Was they it? wanted to kill at least four apiece. So I've only done that once in Oklahoma. I'd be standing in the skin and rack with a smile on my face, saying, "Bring them to me, boys." It was awesome. 
Steve, and we, we got to go, man. We got to take a break. All right. All right. All go, right, Steve. Go do your job. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for hanging up on me. Bye. Bye. Okay, click. <laughs> click, click, and double you click. Big time, Steve Austin. Click, yeah. click, and double click. He's always got something. All funny right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back. We just had a nice guy sit down with a shirt that says Hunters for the Hungry on it. Yep. Oh, boy. I'm on the spot now, huh? Johnny. Who is this guy? Is this Johnny? Johnny on the spot. Johnny, Johnny on the Johnny. spot. <laughs> Johnny on the spot. You've been saving that one all morning. Is that what you? we want to call you, Johnny on the spot? That's good enough. Just don't call me late for dinner. Late for dinner. We talked to you last year out here. You were out uh, uh, doing your thing. Is that when you guys were first getting really started? Getting started uh, yeah. for Hunters for the Hungry. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been a great journey, and uh, Florida Hunters for the Hungry uh, is proud to say that uh, we broke 16,000 pounds uh, since we've uh, been down here in Florida. Um, our uh, Panama City uh, division uh, went over 2,000 pounds. We're in Jacksonville now, and uh, we're just doing great ministry work uh, throughout the state. It's it's uh, an incredible opportunity to to feed a lot of people in need and. You know, working with Feeding America, Feeding Tampa Bay, a, a lot of the ministries uh, are getting much-needed protein out there. There's, there's, there's a shortage out there, guys. I mean, the bottom line is, is that, you know, the hogs and the deer, um, you know, they can go to uh, to families that, uh, that need that protein. Are you seeing, my question is, are you seeing a lot more, how do I say this, uh, a welcoming from you guys than there was in the past from some of these people who kind of, well, we don't want to take food from the hunters and stuff like that at some of these places. Yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's, it's twofold. I think it's awareness. Uh, people need to understand that, you know, hunters are going out there, they're spending their time in the woods and they're spending their efforts uh, to get this uh, meat processed and, and give to individuals uh, to help them in their time of need. Um, and I think this uh, this whole uh, uh, situation we've had over the past years has really had folks um, focused on um, being able to share more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think that's the key. And, and with that awareness comes, uh, obviously, Florida Hunters for the Hungry being able to, you know, step up and, and play that role of meeting with the uh, individual hunters, uh, you know, getting the hogs, getting the deers, getting them processed, and uh, getting them out to people. Uh, I got well, it's been a tough year for meat anyway. I yes, mean, uh, the hog, we talked about a couple of shows ago that, you know, bacon, chicken wings, all there are certain things that are in short supply because uh, you remember at the beginning of COVID, there was no one to uh, kill hogs and slaughter. slaughter, so yep. they had to kill them all. And so you got people that are sitting there uh, with no pork products. and They, they, uh, were, they were literally killing the hogs and, and burying them burying on their them. property. Yeah, yep. they yep. couldn't do anything else with them. And, yep. Uh, I couldn't would, afford to feed them. That's right, because it was going to be way too long. There was nobody to, to prepare the pigs for you. That's a shame. Well, uh, for you guys, uh, this past year doing as well as you did, I think maybe this year we had so many new people that head out of the woods 
and uh, maybe they'll. We hope they'll stay and continue that tradition. Uh, maybe there'll be more donations this year than there were last year. Hunting we and hope and so. Fishing. Yeah. And I got to, you know, kudos to Florida Fish and Wildlife. I mean, those guys are out there, and uh, just like all of our law enforcement, they're working day in and day out. And uh, these individuals in, in Pasco County uh, have just been a blessing. I mean, we get calls regular for us to be able to go down there and help them out with, uh, with deer uh, issues that they have. And, uh, of course, they donate to me, to Florida Hunters for the Hungry, and, and I, I process all those personally and get it out you to the like banks. You mean like deer that are hit by cars and things like that? Uh, actually, there's not too many hit by cars, believe it or not. We have more of them that are injured by fences, like on the golf courses and stuff. Yeah. Mm. And um, it's a lot easier for us to go out there and help them so that that they're not discharging, uh, you know, in neighborhoods and things like that. So we've been a big help to them, but uh, they have really been a a, uh, uh, a saving grace for us uh, in many occasions of getting families uh, food. So another side of it that. that nobody ever hears about or gets kudos for. No, right. Of course not. You never hear right. anything like that on no. the news or no. anything where, you know, golf courses are killing deer. Oh, my gosh. That would just be the end of the world. But uh, what you've been doing, how many families do you think uh, – You've helped out this past year when oh, it comes to all that stuff. Hundreds. Hundreds, really? yeah. And and we also work with Feeding Tampa Bay, too, so we supplement, you know, with that. Um, and then through the churches, it, 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 it it's up there. There's no shortage of people that, that you can give this to, actually. Nope. You need nope. more. We Never. need as much as we can get, and yeah. uh, we're processing myself and – you know, my, uh, Angie and the two boys, I mean, we'll process as much as we can as we grow. Last year we made, made uh, several contacts just from here uh, that have helped supply uh, much-needed protein and foods uh, to the community. Yeah. And as we grow, as you guys said, each year we're going to come back here, and as we grow you're going to hear those numbers going up. Our goal this year is 21,000 pounds. From 16 to 21,000, that's 6,000 pounds. And uh, the bottom line is we, you know, that that's serving of a half pound servings that's huge and we process yeah. everything ground so we can grind it up and it's more useful for sure the you can put it in everything exactly I well mean, for this one for anybody who wants to be able to donate or, or at least get more information where can they go uh, go to flh4h.com florida hunters for the hungry okay uh, so fl uh, h4h.com okay or 813-670-3444 and they you, can call us personally do you have a facebook page no no we need uh, to set one up where we uh have kind of uh kind of been a little bit leery about we'll, the social media we'll put angie the, on that don't worry about yeah, it yeah there you go because that go. way you know you get a lot of people to go there you hunters like like us some of us have the freezers are full and we can't so you don't want to shoot the hog if you got nowhere right. to put it just to say, if you've got freezers full and you're in, in, in the, uh, you know, within an, an hour or a little bit more of, like, the Tampa Bay area, uh, call me. Uh, we'll make arrangements to come out and pick up that food. It's already packaged. It's ready to go. It's just going to sit there and get freezer burned. Don't don't let it go to waste. Don't throw it out. We'll come pick it up from you, but we'll make arrangements to make it happen. That's all it takes. This is the time of year to clean it out, George. Don't you have a bunch of gator? Uh, hey, he's, re he's, he's retired now. So. Oh, that's that's true. He can start grilling a lot more and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Again, give me the website one more time. That's flh4h.com. Flh4h.com. H4h. Yep. So uh, send that. I'm going to get that. We'll 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 get a, a link up on our Facebook page so that uh, yeah, we'll at least you'll have some presence there that could take you to you know to some people over there. Maybe. Yeah, we'll Check put out something the website up for you, Tracy. Kind of you know, we'll put something up. And 
I apologize. That's h4hfl.com. See, that's why we need to put that's it on That's exactly Facebook right. Page. There you go. Well, apologize well, for that, guys. We, we got yeah, them on yeah. the spot, man. We got them on the spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I should look at my own cards, right? No, we should have <laughs> talked to your wife. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> I tried to get her. I, next time, we'll get her on. Yeah, yeah she was. She ran away. Trace, thanks, man. Thanks for all you do, man. Yep. We really appreciate yep. it. It's good to see you growing. That's yep. the good thing. Yeah. Because others have tried and failed in the state of Florida. And you haven't well, in your and first you year. We're so not going to fail through the grace of God and, and just with folks like you that are sitting here that are continually doing what you guys are doing, it helps us be successful. So realize Correct. what you're doing is helping a lot of people. A lot of people. We, we appreciate it, for man. That. We, we appreciate it. All right, we're taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be right back. Welcome in, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Carlos Akuma Redneck, and uh, George Snyder, who ran off to go get his gun real quick. Carlos had to get his gun. Yep. By the way, there's uh, somebody on the phone wants to talk to you about your gun. Good morning, sir. How are you? Are you are you there, sir? Talk about. Oh, it's Bill George. I talk know about it now. Carlos. Jesus. How you doing? Talk about Carlos's gun. Hello. Hello. Hey, 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 Diego! Don't we he's have te- technical he's difficulties? Smi- he's smiling right now because you're not here to shoot. No, no, no. <laughs> well, no, no. We're I having got technical the difficulties. This morning, we got we just got two gobblers down. Well, you need to get a better phone. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. He's OP, man. Where are you at? In the middle of uh, the Mojave Desert, and you're talking at the same time I am too. So that makes it even better. So you say you got two turkeys? Yeah, well, I got one, and my buddy Richard got one. So we had three gobblers in right in tight. Where are the pictures? I got one. No, he, he sent, he sent, he sent pictures. a picture. Oh, I didn't check. Oh, maybe it's not. Jeez, I didn't check. <laughs> I didn't check. <laughs> so no, I didn't get one. Anyways, we got we got two birds down. So. Well, you ain't wasting no time out there. No, no, we we started off at your place eight. or at the other place. No, no, no. This is down south, PA. Uh, first place we were at, there was a couple of gobblers oh. there, but a bunch of bunch of guys came in on us, so we had to leave there. Oh, and so so you're at the turkey farm. I yeah, got you. Well, we yeah. had, we you could have hit it with the buttstock of your us, shotgun. Yeah, we had one come in from behind us as we were working two that were out in front of us, and they all met right out in front of us. So, so what'd you guys do? Just do the one, two, three pull triggers? No, he. I shot one, and then when Bill I can't shot, hear that. They turned around, and uh, the other one came and started flogging him, and then he got whacked. Mm-hmm. So. Duh. I see. Yeah. Wait, is your ride so. there? <laughs> your Uber's there? Lyft <laughs> 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 is there. Hey, okay, pee pee, come on. <laughs> uh, punch well, buggy's Carlos, there. The yeah. You guys are done turkey hunting. <laughs> come on, climb on in. The whole time you're shooting today, that's Carlos. The turkey, <laughs> that's the turkey farm shuttle. <laughs> so, the whole time uh, you're shooting today, I was just thinking. 
Yeah. You're coming in All righty. The whole yeah, time you're is. shooting today, he wants you thinking of it. He's, no. he's riding the waves. Negative. Yep. Riding the waves. Well, congratulations I'll, I'll, on your turkeys, man. They look good. We'll uh, put them up on. All right. We'll put them okay. up on our Facebook page. Thanks for calling. We'll see you next week. Yep. Okay, bye. Raiders running. <laughs> okay, bye. Right, bye. Is it just bad phones today, or what's the deal on that, man? I don't know, Herding because cats. all the people are gone now well, shooting. It's like, uh, it's like going crazy. Herding it's cats. It's crazy. Well, we have a few minutes left. Mike! I'm going to get Mike down here to, to talk about uh, doing some fishing, see what his thoughts are on the uh, bait. Okay, here. He can have mine. i got to get my gun. Mike uh, who? Okay. Mike who? You'll, you'll you'll find out when you get a Mike who. He's, was he, look at them feet. He doesn't have claws on his feet. I don't know. Mike who? Could have. You know what? You know what? I'll let you ask him, Mike who. Well, you're t- talking about the guy. Go put so your headphones Mike, on. Mike, Mike, you? Mike, you got to say your last name, man. He doesn't know it. <laughs> Mike Bard, man. I know who he is. Whatever. Do, do I not know who you are? Do we talk every week? Yes. Every week. So blah, blah, so, blah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Even I don't talk to him every week. So it was funny. I, I beat him up. I was like, what are you doing out here, man? Where'd you fish? And he goes, man, I'll fish on the weekends. I go, you know what? I understand. Well, I, he he <laughs> I can't keep a snook, a redfish, or a sea trout, so what, why, yeah. why go fishing? That's that is, I, that huh? is true, but he does a lot of freshwater, too. So, you know, he's, he's out there pedaling around out in the puddles as well. Hmm. So what do you think of all that? I, as a guy who goes out there, who's a captain, who – who has to live in it? What are you thinking uh, these days when it comes to the redfish, snook, and trout that we're going through now? The Piney Point thing concerns me a little bit. Why? About what what we could be facing algae bloom wise later on water, later this summer as this water heats up. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of um, a lot more anglers on the water, so I think that's you have to factor all of that, and that's one thing that I hope they're looking at is. How many people are on the bay? How much impact would it have to open that fishery back up? You know, we've talked about it. I'm all about opening it back up. I just think we need to really look at what the regulations are to make sure that we're not going to deplete the fishery completely. Especially if uh, now, of course, everybody always predicts gloom and doom for for just about anything. I remember, uh, remember when COVID started. We're all supposed to be we're all supposed to be dead by now anyway. But <laughs> um, but with the Piney Point thing, I think it came at a time where. We were just, I mean, FWC was getting ready to open her back up. Everything was going to be good to go. And then now everybody's like, oh, we better wait for the biologists and see what happens and see what goes on. And and uh, we'll have to wait and see. As of now, no fish are dead. No one's reporting any massive fish kills or anything like that. So, obviously, the water is not affecting the fish as a lot of people predicted. But now, if somehow or another the two storms meet and we create this super red tide thing, then it might be something totally different because that area where that happened when we talked about it on the show was where, where everybody was going to catch fish. It, right. was, it was no, it was no problem to go out and catch 70 snook in a day. Right. Yeah. And in the, in the snook fishery is amazing right now. The yeah. red fish amazing is it's amazing. You know, the yeah. bay is amazing right now. And I, like I said, I'm all about opening it up. I think you just have to be conservative to make sure that you do it the right way. I think that uh, as long as you can keep some fish, uh, I'm not saying, you know, fill a stringer full of, uh, you know, 16-inch redfish or anything like that. Um, but to be able to go and catch a nice one that's 24, 26-inch that'll feed four or five people, why, why not? Be you, able know, to keep you know what Mike like Ripe that? is? That if the red tide takes them all, then nobody got to keep anything and they died anyway. 
Well, that's, that, that's that is, my gripe. That is yeah. true, but we can't predict the future, so we can't see what it's going to be. Even though USF and UF and all these biologists are down there taking samples and, yeah, and, but, and but keeping like an eye hear, on it. Like we hear Bill say, the data. The data proves that the resource is better than it's been in 10 years. Let people keep a fish. I don't go because I'm not going to waste my time. I don't have a lot of free time like all of us. And I'm not going to head out to Cockroach Bay or whatever for a weekend of fishing or a day of fishing. If you can't and, keep and anything. I can't keep a one snook or one, a couple sea trout or, or one redfish to eat. I don't go that often. I'd like to eat one a year. Yeah. Maybe, a, you know, two a year. You know what I mean? Well, so, some but, captains will tell you there's plenty of other fish to eat, so you learn to like stingray. Babe. Yeah, but, you know, oh, I had that. I'll never do it again. At yeah. that bow fishing event, forget about it. Have some stingray. You're that, all good. That ta- you know what it tastes like? I'd rather eat this brown bag. It probably put some salt on it, it'd be just as good. Exactly. Yeah, I see a lot of New Yorkers skinning them on the uh, Fort DeSoto Pier, and I go, what, what, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing, man? Some people love it, some people don't. You know what that is? Fertilizer. Uh, That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> it's shark bait, bro, yep. shark bait. Crab bait, shark bait. But now what have you seen uh, being out there fishing that side of the bay? I mean, so far so good? Yeah, I mean, the upper bay is still really clear. Yeah. The lower bay, in fact, I'll show you some pictures here a little bit. There is starting to be more algae, but is that algae a result of what happened? Or is that just an algae because the water's heating up? Yeah. You don't know. And it, I don't it's know. getting hotter faster this year than it has. Very I mean, quick. We're up to 80. I mean, it's already, what, 83 off the beaches? Yesterday, the, the bay water was anywhere from 80 to 83 degrees, depending on where I fish. Dude, that's so almost Floridian warm. swimming temperature. Sure. I mean, once it hits 85, pachow, I'm in. So <laughs> it's all good. So I know we're here already, and it's not even June yet. Sure. Uh, when most people... Start looking at those temperatures in June. I mean, dude, they're already hauling in some awesome tarpon that are that are out there pissing yep. around. Yeah, we and, saw we saw a handful of tarpon yesterday. And uh, and and what gets me is, it is really convoluted because you still got guys catching kings. You got them catching spannies right off the skyway. Mm-hmm. You got great whites that are hanging out here now. Uh, you got uh, all this other new fishery that's tuners being caught closer in. All this kind of stuff. So. I see good, and then other people see freak out. Global warming. The fish are moving in closer. <laughs> and I'm like, great. So I don't have to get on a boat and go four hours out into the middle grounds anymore. Yeah. It's like I said, I think as long as you're conservative with the approach on how you want to reopen them, I think you're good. You well, just you, you keep get saying it right. that we're conservative, but what's conservative in your mind? How many fish does Carlos keep? You know, I don't think there's any reason we're keeping five trout per person per you know, with four people on a boat, I think taking 20 trout on a trip is kind of crazy. Would you, um, uh, if you were going to go out and go fish, would it be for you, the wife, and uh, the kid? Or nah, would it be for a and friends and family me, coming over? No, me and a pal. You know, me and a friend that I used to bass fish with that, that goes uh So you know, a couple inshore. on the grill would be fine for you for yeah, the day? Yeah, for the family, yeah. 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 See, yeah. and I'm the same way when it comes to reds. And uh, the red, the fish that I like is, oh, of course, uh, either above the slot or below the slot. Uh, where that's going to feed at least four people. I mean, and, if you can make and, four and decent sandwiches. Anyway, we, we all here know that uh, sea trout have a high mortality rate. So, you know, a bunch of them are going to die once you let them go. And if they're foul hooked, like uh, Jonathan said, his daughter, you know, the gut hooked, it's going to die. And you have to explain to your child, hey, we have to throw it back in the water, basically waste it or it's crab food or shark bait or whatever. Yeah. You know? and, and you lose or like uh, you get a 40, 44-inch red that – inhales your mirror lure down to the crushers in the back of the throat. Ain't no way you're going to get those out of there without killing the fish. So you lose not only the fish, but the uh, $13 lure that you got to <laughs> let it go because you and, ain't getting it back. And then there's also people 
who don't follow the rules and keep them anyway. Right, you know which I, mean? I think is just as big of a concern, right? Exactly. And you don't have, you know, you knew I came from law enforcement, so you don't have the budget and the manpower to address that. They just don't. You know, we've we've talked about it at length. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I, my fishing game guys, I've talked to them. They've caught guys uh, that have a grill set up right there in the mangroves. Mm-hmm. they got two little red fish on the grill. And all you can do is say, is this all the fish you're going to catch to eat for the day? And they're like, oh, yeah, man, we just, you know, wanted to keep a couple to eat. And they'll be like, okay, all right, you know, just, you know, don't get crazy. I'm here. I'm going to keep an eye on you. Eat your fish. Have a great day fishing, but turn everything else loose. Not, right. to, not to mention the officer at that point doesn't know if they bought the fillets with them. And yeah. they're just going to cook them for lunch. That, but all you can if, do if is. If he didn't see them. That's why there's catch, never so. been an accusatory right. thing. They're like, are these the two fish that you're going to eat for the day? Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah. He didn't ask him if he caught them. He didn't ask him if he brought them. He just said, are you going to eat these all day? Yep, that's it. Catch some fish, and, have and, some fun, get the hell out of here. And some good advice. If they tell you, are you done fishing for the day, you say, yes, sir, I am. <laughs> In about 10 minutes, I'm uh, just going to wrap up, take some stuff to the truck, and right, I'm done. Yep. Once I wash this down, yes, sir, yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, you have to get it right. I mean, there's so many things that government doesn't get right, right? You really have to say, okay, data is this, reality is this. What is the right way to go about this to keep, one, everybody happy, Protect your waterways. Well, you're just talking crazy. I know. You're, uh-huh. you're this whole crazy. common sense thing is That reality gone. data thing, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Because remember, according to the data, at least with some agencies, there are no red snapper, uh, you know, or at least not where you can go out and harvest them or do anything right. with them. So, you know, and same thing with bears and everything else. Data says, oh, no, can't do that. But, you know, you go got to a guy who's a, doing a dive charter every day and they're macheting their way through the red snapper to get down to the bottom. Uh, you know, maybe you got a different opinion. You got to drop right. a cannonball. <laughs> Are you shooting at all today, Mark? Not, not shooting, man. Just came out here to support it. Well, then get the hell off the radio. We're going <laughs> to go shoot. All right. See you guys. Have a great time.